This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What it is. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Oh, I've been editing uh, these podcasts for this football player. And he, that's how he opens up his podcast. Like, what it is. What it is. <laughs> oh, this quarantine. How are you doing over there, Marty? It is good. Marty on the other side of the takeout window. Social distancing here in the studio. Very important topic uh, today. I hope that uh, your ear is uh, attentive. I know a lot of people listen to this show with it, you know, just in their truck in the background or out on the mower, bobcat or whatnot, just kind of listening to it. And uh, this is one of those episodes where, uh, friends, I hope you will pay close attention. I I really feel this is uh, prop. You know, we've done how many shows have we done, Marty? This is 130. Yeah, I'd say this is the most important one, honestly, in 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 my heart. And that's uh, because this this is a message uh, that's just very, very important to business owners. And uh, I've seen just as a 10 year in this industry, I've seen guys do this well that uh, well, we'll get into it in a minute. Marty said, Paul, you got to thank the sponsors. <laughs> oh, I'm bubbling up with uh passion uh today jobber thank you for sponsoring today's show guys that's the crm that we use at my company jameson management group actually today cha-ching we got paid a lot of money so thank to um jobber we first of the month we are uh, in the studio here on the first of the month i have uh, several customers on monthly retainer and uh monthly plans and the way i've set that up is the first of the month we just auto, you know, we charge their card every single month, first of the month. And uh, it really helps us with cash flow because we get prepaid. So obviously we got to stay on budget and not spend it all <laughs> during the month, not come close to spending it all. But uh, it's nice to have that money up front because cash flow used to be an issue for me. Well, I mean, it's always going to be an issue no matter what business you're in, but it used to be a, a burdensome issue like, oh, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul in the early years of my business and um, I have found that getting paid on the front end and having the money is um, and budgeting wells is, is a big help. So Jobber helps us with that. And uh, you guys can try that for free and uh, for 14 days link will be in today's show's notes. If Marty remembers to put it there, which you do a good job of Marty says he's a hundred percent. All right, we'll be there <laughs> then. Uh, we love you, Mr. Producer. Absolutely love you. Now, the uh, other sponsor is Brian's Lawn Maintenance. He has a uh, studio. A studio. Well, he actually does have a studio. I helped him uh, assemble that uh, with Mark Thomas. But uh, he also has a academy. Thank you, Marty. <laughs> How did I get academy and studio? I don't know. But uh, he has an academy that's online where he has all these courses. For example, how to um, install mulch. And how to run your business. He's got all kind of different um, a la carte and packages and all that. It's called the Entrepreneur Academy. And uh, I was actually at the event in Michigan where Stanley Genetic talked and Keith Kalfas and Caleb Allman and Jason Creel and a bunch of other fellas. And uh, it was really good. You, you can you know watch those videos and all that. It's at Entrepreneur Academy. So do we have any other sponsors to thank today, Marty? Next show. All right. We're trying to stagger them because we we're getting out of hand. We're having too many people are like, hey, come on. So we're 
see. Yeah. All right. We'll do that next time. So let's get into, uh, I feel like I'm, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do with you, Marty? What are we going to do with you? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do that next show. We'll do that next show. Marty wanted me to give you an update on the lady. This show or next, we'll do that down the road. All right, there's there's been updates, but we'll we'll get to that uh, at a future time. So, what I want to talk about today, my friend, is living with margin. I've, I briefly mentioned this on shows in the past, but I want to really emphasize it today on living in good proportions and ratios, good margin. I'm going to explain what I mean by all this. As business owners, right now, there's a lot of folks that are nervous and scared, and rightfully so. I mean, it's uh, this coronavirus situation, and not knowing if you're going to have a legal right to work, it can be intimidating. We are very blessed here in Georgia. Uh, You know, tomorrow we're doing 35 yards of mulch, and business is still open, and so I'm I haven't been shut down yet by the government. We're considered an essential business. And at least at this time in, you know, history, we are, uh, we're still working just like normal. And so I'm very thankful to uh, the government here in Georgia for considering us an essential business and allowing us to continue to work. But I've been talking to other guys who are like, Paul, we're not even allowed to work. And I got work, but we can't do it. And that's, you know, that's a lot of stress. And that's a lot of pressure. And so eventually, society is going to get back and up and running. And it's when it does, it's going to go wild. I mean, people are going to go wild. And the roads are going to be packed. People are going to be eager and anxious to get back to work. It's been nice drive, you know, whipping around town without the um, traffic, though, here in Atlanta. It's like a bunch of landscapers. <laughs> Everyone's got their landscape trailer. Landscapers were all like waving and smiling at each other. We're, you know, and there's not too many other folks out there. The Chipotle delivery guy, man, he's busy. I see him like every, <laughs> I'm like, man, I just saw, I've seen these dudes like eight times running that Chipotle to people. What my point is, when we have margin and we have savings, when situations like this happen in the future, and they will, it might not be a virus, it might be something else, we got to prepare for those days. It's a little late to prepare for the coronavirus. It snuck up on a lot of folks, and it's kind of too late now. I mean, you're at the situation in life that you have. But what is going to happen when something like this happens three years from now or nine years from now, or who, who knows when, and who knows what the event is going to be, and who knows what the restrictions on travel, and who knows what, I mean, what would, could happen with internet and, and uh, communication. I mean, right now we're sitting at home, but everyone's still got Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and YouTube and all those, you know, the internet. And, and But what would happen if there was an event where that got taken away for a season or for something? And there's, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to put scare tactics on on anybody, but the point I want to make is, it's time to get out of debt, people. It's time to, if there's debt in your business, if there's debt in our life, 
we got to get it out. And sooner than later, I know folks in Michigan and other states are like heckling me like, Paul, I can't, oh, I wish I was in Georgia. But pretty soon, I don't know when that's going to be. Maybe it's going to be another month or who knows. But life's going to get back to where we have access to work again, where it, we're going to have opportunity that maybe we don't have those opportunities right now for some, but those opportunities are going to come. In this industry of lawn care and landscaping, grass is already growing here in Georgia. It came out of dormancy, the Bermuda and the Zoysia, and it's growing. The bushes are just starting to grow. And folks are ready to have their property enhanced. There's millions and 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 millions of dollars going to be spent, even after corona happens, on people's landscapes. And so... Coming up, we're going to thank Brian and Jobber. I want to share about how to get out of debt in this season, like actual strategies of how to pay off our debts to become debt-free and how to create margin in our business, in our personal life. So next time one of these things happens, it doesn't have to be an emergency. I I, I was kind of I don't want to be a grumbler, complainer. I'm watching every, you know a lot of folks grumble and complain like, oh man, we can't work. And grumbling and complaining. And then my friends that are here in Georgia, they're grumbling and complaining like, oh man, we're so busy. And I'm like, the folks that are working are complaining that they're so swamped. And then the guys that can't work are complaining that they can't work. But uh, I was thinking, man, it would be kind of. I don't want this to happen. But if it did, if financially you're in a in a in a safe you know in a good place in the sense there's a lot of reserves and you got food supply reserved and you got finances reserved to to be able to put up a voicemail hey our company is closed until this date because of the coronavirus and and and, and have that time to enjoy with family and uh, spending quality time with God and doing all those things I mean that, that, that's that's like a I don't want to use the word vacation but it's a it's a time of refreshing and uh, reset and all that. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do that the best I can while still working full-time hours and, you know, full-time on my business right now because we're, we're still open. But I want to talk about, you know, preparing for the future as business owners and not getting ourselves stretched so thin where we have all these payments and all these debt payments, but getting those cleaned up, getting a vision to have abundance and savings and rainy day funds and no debt payments in the future. And uh, we're going to talk about that coming right up. But first, let's thank uh, and hear from our show sponsors, Jobber and uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance from the Entrepreneur Academy. Hey guys, Paul here to tell you about the CRM that I use in my company, and that is Jobber. If you've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast for a while, you know I'm all about increasing efficiency and organization in my business, and Jobber helps me do just that. Some of the best features of Jobber is how easy it makes it to send out my quotes, collect online payments, and schedule my work. Now, Jobber is currently offering a free trial if you would like to try it and see if this is the right CRM for you. And if you decide to go with Jobber, Their friendly team does an incredible job making the onboarding process as easy as possible. To try Jobber for free, just click on the link provided in today's show's notes. 
Enjoying today's show? Motivated to take your lawn care and landscaping business to the next level? Learn what it takes to grow your lawn and landscaping business today with training and education from the Lawntrepreneur Academy. Get educated with how-tos on mulch installation, plowing snow, aeration and overseeding, and so much more. These training programs are designed to help you save time and make more money with your business. Invest in your future by first investing in yourself. Use promo code PODCAST to save 10% on all courses today at LawnTrepreneurAcademy.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. <laughs> that's not Mr. Producer. That's uh, Brian's Mr. Producer. Uh, thanks again, Brian and Jobber, for sponsoring today's show. A couple weeks ago, I was hanging out with a friend of mine who is crazy rich. Very, very, very wealthy. And they're walking me around their basement and showing off not showing off in an ostentatious prideful way but showing me around just some really cool things and I was like I I I can't remember if I mentioned this on a previous podcast or not but I was like man this is just this is awesome dude this is so cool and uh he's like yeah we don't post it on social media we definitely don't share it with anybody and we don't I mean it's none of their business and they don't need to know and we don't you know he's not insecure like hey look what I got because, you know, some people, uh, business owners, will do that because uh, they're insecure. And I, there's, it's hard for me to explain this. But I realized, I, I was staring, I kind of look at people's eyes because you can see into their soul. And there was this contentment like, yeah, I don't have this to show off or impress someone. I have this because it blesses my family. And it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's really cool. <laughs> it's the coolest basement I've ever seen. I mean, it's just awesome. So, anyway. I um, realized, you know, as business owners, there's this weird, really weird thing going on on social media where people exaggerate and show off and feel the need. I'm an entrepreneur. Look at my private jet flight. Or I'm an entrepreneur. Look at me doing this. Or look at my this possession or this experience. And it's just like, why, like, Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I, I have a friend who flies. Uh, he negotiated his contract that he only flies on private jets, and he flies a lot. And so every time he flies, the company, uh, you know, part of his, he's an executive at a gigantic company, and he's always on a private jet. But he doesn't post about it on social media um, because I don't know why he doesn't, but he doesn't. And then you got other jokers that, you know, they go on one private jet flight, well, Marty, if you went on a private jet, would you be showing off? <laughs> Marty, uh, he said probably. I don't, I don't, all right, here's my point I'm trying to make is don't feel pressure to show off how awesome your life is like everyone else is doing on social media because a lot of these jokers are actually, they don't have margin in their life and the peace that you actually have when you don't have debt payments and you actually have margin, like that should be our goal as business owners, guys and gals who are listening like that. That is my goal. That's, that's the place where I'm trying to get. I I don't, I don't need to show you my fancy possession or experience or whatever. And I don't mind showing, you know, my life. If I get a beautiful wife one day, which that's the plan. And we go on a vacation and we're, you know, enjoying the beach. I might post a picture. Like I'm not doing it to, show off but i'm like we'll see 
You know, I'm I'm not against all that, but I'm against these th- this this rhetoric uh, to us as business owners that this is what success is, because a lot of these jokers <laughs> I keep saying jokers because I'm getting so mad. A lot of these guys are in debt. A lot of these guys are in debt, and they're uh, you know they got debt payments on that flight. They got debt payments on that car. They got debt payments on, you know, payments on all this luxurious stuff and whatever, whatever. I, my path is I don't want any more payments and I've still got some, I, my, my business at this point is 100%, 100% debt free and we're not planning on borrowing money. It's pay, everything's paid for and I love it. And uh, I'm still cleaning up some of the personal debt from my past stupidity, but we're we're attacking it with a vengeance. And as business owners, we need to very uh, intimately know our numbers, know our overhead, know every single thing about every single expense in our business. What ways can we scale back? What ways can we cut out? Is there anything that's unnecessary where we can trim the fat? And how can we become more efficient? How can we become more profitable? How can we make more money? What opportunities are we perhaps leaving on the table where we could, you know, earn more revenue and increase our profitability? And and these are questions as business owners we need to be focusing on so that we have bottom line profit in our business, that we have money uh, for our personal lives. And then when we have that money, it's about ratios. It's about spending less than you make. It's about not feeling the pressure. Oh, I got some money. Let me go out and buy this. But ha- you know, having the same um, focus on actually saving for a rainy day. You ever you ever hear the grandmas saying, you know, the rainy day fund? I remember my grandpa. He passed away in August, and I'd sit in his nursing home and. He would tell me stories, but he lived literally in the Great Depression in the 1930s. He made a quarter an hour, and that was like, you should see his eyes light up when he was telling me when he got, he started making big money, which it was literally a quarter, 25 cents an hour at the movie theater. And he was, he was so, he, you should have just seen his countenance. He's, oh, I got, I got, I got a good job down at the Palace Theater. They had this theater in the downtown of our, our hometown, and he got a job there, which was you know, there's a competition for getting that gut job. I mean, I was making 25 cents an hour on the weekends. You know, I'd make, you know, work five hours and make a dollar 25. And he was $1.25. And he was like, that was so much money back then. This is before inflation. This is during the Great Depression. And then I watched my grandpa over the years. I would go to his house and he'd take printer paper. He'd print something. And I'd be like, hey, grandpa, where's the printer paper? And what he'd do is he, then he'd, he'd take something that he previously printed and he'd flip it over so it was face down. So then it would print out on the other side. It's like, we're not going to go buy new paper. We'll just use, you know, the, the other side. I mean, things like that is uh, are lessons that they learned when they actually grew up in the Great Depression. And you didn't have, I mean, if you had a can of beans, you, you know, that's good. You had food on the plate, on the, on the table. That's good. And we grew up in this culture where we have so much excess, excess. We have so much abundance in America that we have been so wasteful, we've been so ungrateful, we've been so unappreciative, and we have seen in business this last decade, I mean, 2008 hit with all the real estate and all the, 
stress that hit the economy in 2008, but then it slowly, over the next year and so, it slowly started to rebound. And then for a decade, guys, from from pretty much 2009-ish, 2010 to 2020, we really haven't had hiccups in a real way with the United States of economy. I mean, this thing's been going and you look at the ebb and flows throughout history, it just ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows. And this last decade, it's just kind of been like rising up. And, you know, I've been talking to a bunch of my buddies and they're like, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to study past trends to know, hey, something's going to happen here. Now, we, I don't think anyone really saw the coronavirus as being the thing that's going to shut America down for a season. And the economy, I got to be careful how I say this, but there is going to be ridiculous opportunity in days ahead to earn money. And our mentality, our thought process going into these future days is going to dictate a lot of people's success. Like it starts before the, you know, let's say a few months down the road, everything's back to, to being accessible and open. But there's people now that have this fear and this, like this, all these negative mindsets. I've been talking to guys. And I'm just like, ah, we got, we got to, we got to change our mindset into no. I'm going to prosper this spring. I'm going to prosper this summer. But then having a very diligent plan with as the money flows in, we need to be, you know, for some of us, maybe where we've been a little more careless, we need to be extremely attentive to detail that every penny. Every dollar has a name that our budgets are fine-tuned, that we comb through these budgets and we stick to them in our business, in our personal lives, that, that every dollar that we earn, that that dollar has a, a destiny, if you will. That dollar has a purpose. Is this going to go to savings for the future? Is this going to go to paying off debt so that I can save for the future and build wealth? Is this going to go to an investment? Is this going to go for my basic needs of, you know, the electric bill, the water bill, the uh, utilities, the, the, the rent or mortgage or the, the, the payment or whatever the every, every, but having a plan for all this stuff, guys. And I'm excited for the future, but I want to live in ratios that make sense and with simplicity. I don't know where we, as business owners we get this that it just comes with uh, luxury, just comes with the with the deal. I know doctors call it doctoritis where they got all this medical debt, the average doctor person, and then they get out of school and then they feel like they have to have all this fancy stuff. And I was talking to a friend of mine one time who has you know $1.5 million house and a fancy cars and all this stuff. And I'm like, but he has massive amounts of debt. And I'm like, we're just talking back and forth about it. And then anyway, he's like, well, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't want to say anything. This guy's a really smart guy, and he's, he's paying all that off. But there was this like, well, of course, that's what you do. That's just what you do. That's just what you do. That, that's just what the culture does. But where the future is going, I don't want to have debt in my life. And I can't talk people that want to have it. We get in arguments, and that's fine. This is my show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. But – I'm just trying to make sure that I get out of debt as soon as possible in this next season and not go back into it. And friends, I encourage you uh, to do the same thing. And big shout-outs to everyone out there who's 
been living that lifestyle. I've talked to so many people. I, I give my boy Tony out in Lake Oconee uh, compliments all the time because I still remember the day I was at this car wash and he he comes walking by and he's like, Paul Jameson. I was like, Tony, Tony's Lawn Care YouTube. I know this guy. And uh, I was like, what are you doing down here? just walking down the road in the hood in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the hood hood, but it was the hood. And uh, I was randomly there. I had to clean out the bed of my truck because I was moving uh, a couch for a rich lady, and I did my my truck was dirty, and I was cl- I just ran you know went to a random car wash. And I saw him, and he had just bought a he bought a truck in cash, saved up, had the cash, and bought it. And that's the way to do it, guys. Is we save up, we have the money, and then we buy it. If you got a million dollars in the bank. And you want to go buy a $10,000 awesome jet ski or $5,000 jet ski, and you got a million dollars, then go buy the jet ski for crying out loud. That's a healthy ratio. But you got jokers out there. Mar- <laughs> Marty said, I got to stop saying jokers. What, what do I say? You got characters out there. Does that work, Marty? You got characters out there with $2,000 in their bank account, and they're going out and buying things they can't afford and putting it on payments. And so the point is, is to get to where we can be content living simp- living simple, living with simplicity. And then as our financial picture enables us to increase, that we, in- we can increase incre- incrementally when it makes sense and there still stays a healthy ba- there still stays a healthy margin that we got money saved for these future events. We got money saved for a rainy day fund. We have margin that we're not stretched thin. Most Americans, they, they're living paycheck to paycheck. Rob and Peter to pay Paul. And when you're having a catastrophe, catastrophe, catastrophic, catastrophe, one of those probably makes sense, event like this and you're living paycheck to paycheck, I mean, that's anxiety. That's stress. That's not good. And so friends, as, as, as uh, you know, it's a little too late now for this situation, but let's prepare for the future ones. Let's work hard. The diligent shall prosper. Let's get out there, whether you're in lawn care or fertilization and weed control or um, hardscaping or grading or landscape enhancements or hardscape enhancements and these installations. Let's crush it this year. Let's work hard. Let's work smart. Let's make a bunch of money, know our numbers, charge the right prices, and then let's have a plan for that money. If there's debt, let's clean it up. Let's let's get that plan. If you guys haven't followed Dave Ramsey's uh, plan, I mean, you can listen to his podcast for free. He puts out three every day. How about that, Marty? <laughs> three a day. <laughs> oh, man. We try three a week. We're celebrating three a day. But they're really good, and then he's got Financial Peace University. Uh, it's a class. I think it's like ninety nine bucks, and and they're two hundred bucks, and and uh, you go through that. I I went through that a long time ago, and 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 learned the principles, and now it's you know living them out, putting them into execution. I know what to do. It's just doing it. And uh, part of the the program is the fastest way to build wealth is to get out of debt, because once you don't have debt, then that your greatest wealth building tool our income, we can take our income and we can use it to invest. How about right now, buy low, sell high? I mean, the stock market's down. It's probably going to bounce back up. 
it's a good time to buy. If you got that extra money, you buy low and sell high, and then you, you, you make money. And you take that greatest wealth building tool and you, you save for a rainy day. Save, save, save. You guys that have wives, wives, women love security. They, they love when there's a cushion of money in the bank. Just gives them security. But when we got all these payments, then we got to go make a bunch of money and it just goes out one, one window to pay the other window. You know, it just goes right through. Comes in, goes out. Comes in, goes out. Comes in, goes out. And there's a way we can stop that cycle and that's by, for a season, just working incredibly hard to make as much as we can, you know, wisely and ethically and live as simply as we can and just pay off that debt one at a time. Pay them off. Get them out of there. And then have the discipline not to go back. Have the discipline to stay out of debt. Create that healthy margin in our lives and uh, prepare for the future. So I could share a lot more, Marty. Look at the time. Where did the time go? I got a workout coming up, uh, guys. I'm, I'm uh, trying to get in shape here. Look, my, my flat abs went away. Ugh, they're gone, Marty. I got to get them back. I was doing so good. I had a two-pack, and it got flubbed up. So we're going to hit the gym here. and Well, not the gym. I got a little gym here. I, I don't think you'd call it a gym, but <laughs> the yoga mat and the dumbbell. <laughs> we're going to make it work, though. Uh, my gym's closed right now for the quarantine thing. Can't wait till that opens back up. But thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm just, I'm passionate about this because I, uh, it's, it's, it's the path that I'm on and it's so encouraging to know other people are out there uh, trying to live the same way. And uh, I'm, I'm passionate about helping others make money and then having a plan uh, with that money. So thanks for listening. Thanks again to Launchpreneur Academy Live. Brian Fullerton, we appreciate all your support of the show. You guys can um, use the podcast code. What is it? podcast that's gonna that's gonna get you 10 percent off on uh, launchpreneur academy and and uh, that shows brian that you're a friend of the show so use podcast code uh, for anything you get over there at launchpreneur academy if you guys want to try jobber for free 14 day free trial that's available link in the show's notes and uh, if you guys want to do one-on-one coaching with me you can go on to greenindustrypodcast.com and sign up for an hour session we can talk about your business i'd love to help you And uh, that's online and available now. And if you want to donate to the Green Industry Podcast, Mr. Producer has that link in today's show notes. We really appreciate it. We figured out how to do it without having to use one of those outside sources that a lot of the other podcasters use where you just click on the link and uh, it takes you directly to PayPal and you can give a gift, a thank you donation to the Green Industry Podcast. We certainly appreciate that as we give our absolute best effort in uh, putting out this content. 100% 100% for free. You can listen to the Green Industry Podcast on any you know major podcasting platform, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and uh, all the other ones. So we appreciate those who uh, donate to the show and uh, link arms with us. We are grateful for that. You can click on the donate link in today's show's notes. So you guys have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'm pumped up. I know it's uh, unique times in this season, but let's not waste this opportunity. Let's Get reconnected to God. That's my plan is to get his, you know, make sure he's first in my life and get those strategies from heaven of what jobs to take, 
how to vet customers, what, what jobs to say no to, what jobs to say yes to, what twists and turns and um, adjustments and, and uh, you know, navigation we need to do. Adjustments is the word I'm looking for uh, in our life to make sure we are on the right, the right plan. Uh, the right path. So, and of course, good hygiene, guys. Stay healthy out there. Wash your hands, <laughs> drink water, and uh, get good sleep and, and eat nutrition, nutritional, <laughs> nutrient dense foods. And uh, man, you should smell. You smell that crock pot when you came in. Yeah, I got, I got uh, beef, organic beef, and uh, carrot, celery, red onion, salt, pepper, and uh, organic chicken broth in the um, crock pot today, and it. Uh, it smells good. I didn't think about using the uh, chicken broth with beef. If that's, I don't know if that's like a, if like the cows and the chickens don't like that. I don't know. I didn't think about it until I, you know, after I did it. But anyway, it smells so good out there and uh, looking forward to having that for dinner. So thanks for listening, guys. All the links are in today's show's notes. Have a good one.